This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hello, my father. Uh, hi, Annie. How are you, ma? Oh, busy. Got a, got a two-hour meeting or hour-and-a-half meeting with some friends of mine at a company called Quilt Data. And it's funny because I've been working with them as an advisor for um, uh, since before I started working at Nauto. Right. And uh, I've just recently become their customer. And they've been trying to talk oh. to me for the last three months mm. about why we should, uh, not a customer, but a, a potential customer. And they've been okay. trying to explain to me since why I should use their product. And in all this time, I have not been able to figure out what their product is. And okay. then literally just like 10 minutes ago, mm. we managed to translate what they do into things mm. I actually care about. And uh, we found a, a path forward. So that was kind of a big breakthrough. So it was exciting, but I ended up missing lunch and the dogs are restless. So I will just go ahead and talk to you while I walk the dogs. Yeah, sure. Both of them? Yeah, I've been doing that now because Sunday um, leaves early and uh, usually drop the kids off. And so she's not able to walk the dog and frolic in the morning the way he used to. Okay. Now, so they become a customer of customer. Uh, auto? Sorry? There's a customer. So, like, yeah, they are looking to sell their products to Nato. Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you're big enough to buy other other things. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we're definitely big enough to buy. We spend lots of money on vendors of software. Um, oh, what's see. interesting is that we are, um, um, the more interesting thing is that we are big enough uh, and some of our vendors are small enough that we can tell them, uh, your tool doesn't quite work for us. Can you make these changes? Oh, okay. And so it's maybe not some question of being big enough, but you know, we're working with like small companies where like my friends, where there's like, you know, five or 10 yeah. of them, where every customer is important enough that they're willing to do a lot of learning. Mm. And then also, uh, we're working with some smaller consulting firms that work in this space, and the, the, mm -hmm. the field is new enough and uh, undefined enough that we're actually able to define the problem on our terms and get people to work with that, rather than having to take uh, uh, the world as it is, or the world is dead. Okay, there's no conflict of interest. Your boss knows that you. No, my boss knows about that I have a stake in this company, and um, I, you know, he's been happy to work with them. So I, uh, uh, so yeah, and like I've been, I, he's actually been happy to talk to this. I'm not going to talk to you until I'm convinced that they actually have a problem, a solution that solves one of our problems. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, he'll, he's the one who makes some kind of decisions, plans and contracts or anything, so um, it's, it's, it's all good. Anyway, uh, just as a segue, um, yeah. this is uh, not a bad starting point to think about our character, Tom. Yeah. I think the, the, the narrator's name, because it's mentioned. Um, but because he is reeling from the death of his wife, and he is, I guess, convinced he would go crazy if he asked to be in London or wherever it was that he met her. And so uh, he does two things that are interesting to me. One is he goes off 
and you know, leaves the country and starts his own charter airplane, airline, kind of on right. uh, kind of on the fly, right? He doesn't like go through all the uh, forms and regulations and licensing and everything. Uh, but it's kind of the Wild West out in Bahrain or something like that. Right. Yeah, the like Middle East. The, 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 like, yeah. Wild West is a good comparison. Yeah. Right. And but, like, you know, they do have. Just, see, the only, only difference is the people in charge are British. The reg, right. uh, you know, regent. And uh, so uh, I think at that time, right after the war, uh, the the... Middle East, there the Arab countries were under the control of the British protectorate, so they tried yeah. to control things. Yeah, and I guess I would, it's hard to say it's more like a um, it's not really law, but it's like the story of law and order and military and government and regulations and all these yeah. sorts of things. But it is um, um, almost like uh, a pioneering like, pioneer field. Yeah, pioneering. like a pioneering. It's like a startup. It's like people are concerned yeah. about getting things done first and then worrying about making it, you know, official and legit later. And so he does yeah. that. Uh, yeah. But the other so, thing so, he yeah. does, yeah. which is an interesting part of the, the narrative, is yeah. that, uh, like, uh, like, one of my favorite scenes is actually the financial piece. When he goes to buy his, he gets an airplane, he goes down there. He yeah. you know, immediately gets tons of people who want to hire him to fly things around. He's got this tiny little airplane he basically hand uh, built himself or hand restored himself. He wants yeah. to buy a brand new airplane and he's making all this money, but then they say, well, but he wants to buy it on credit. And they yeah. say, well, we'd love to, but the fact of the matter is that you will have to hire another pilot, another ground crew, and that'll cost you thousands of pounds. And so there's no way you can pay off this airplane. And he's yeah, you know, second paying, airplane. Yeah, this is the second, the second airplane. Second airplane. Yeah. But the first one, yes, he buys a a, a scrap uh, airplane yeah. and refurbishes yeah. it and uses that. But then yeah. he wants to buy a brand new airplane. So this is the first brand new right. one he buys. Yeah. And he says, "But I'm going to use native labor," and this freaks them out. Yeah, right. right. See, because... you can imagine. See, uh, they they call them natives. They didn't think they can read and write. Well, they call them and they call them wands, I believe, which is a yeah, great right, yeah, at right. one time, yeah, one time they did, yeah. Now it's just not used, but you know that. The, but, but you know, the, but but before that, before he gets to that, China builds up his business because the Gujar thing comes up. You know, he he hires well, the first. Uh, I think the first. Uh, he first hires a fifteen-year-old boy to yeah. kind of clean up. And he's training him yeah. to become an engineer. And then yeah. later, he like, befriends this banker who used to yeah. be an RAF pilot. Thing, yeah. He hires him as the first pilot. Right, right. And, and so, like, so, he's, so he's, as a matter of pragmatism, he's uh. hiring sort of native workers to do with him. But I think it's also his, I mean, this is very much like a startup. Right? He, he's doing the thing. He's taking no mm. salary. He's sleeping in somebody else's couch, effectively, <laughs> to save right. on overhead. Right. And yeah. he's just hiring, you know, people that he trusts at really low prices to be part of this thing. And yeah. that is his competitive advantage. Well, the airline, the airline, I'm sorry, yeah. For some reason, there's something around here that interferes with my headphones. I don't know what it is. 
Testing one, okay. two, three. Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So every time I go in front of the Kita uh, and Poke, I have to take a break because it cuts out. Oh, okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, so anyway, he, um, because he has this pragmatic streak, mm. um, he just, uh, and he sort of doesn't know what he can't do, he just says, well, I'm just going to do it because like, I'm sure. And this is his, um, it's interesting, think about this, this is how it sets up, I think, the rest of the book. I, I've totally forgotten all this part. I remember all the religious stuff that happens later with uh, Connie. Yeah. But I had forgotten all about his psychological backstory. And I think at the time, it hadn't struck me how radical his idea of hiring, quote unquote, natives uh, who have the right background uh, rather than hiring Englishmen. Well, yeah, uh, some of it is of necessity. He couldn't afford hiring um, right. Westerners. But I think, you know, it's uh, also, uh, he says, you know, the, the gods were smiling on him because, yeah. you know, Bujar Singh appears, you know, he's a banker and he knows his accounts and he still wants to do it. And then uh, I'm sure it goes on like that. Uh, he, he has to uh, get another plane and then, yeah, you're, some of it is his own uh, initiative. Some of it is unseen hand is guiding him. Uh, right, things the happen. What's surprising is that he is open. What do they say that uh, fortune favors the prepared mind? Yeah. So clearly, he gets incredibly lucky in a bunch of things. But it's right. also true that he is open to a kind of experience that most of his peers would not have been. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you know, like he right. said that. Uh, the, one of the keys to success is to go to a place that's really, really hot and <laughs> no, but there won't be any competition. <laughs> right, yeah. What the saying is that there's never, there are always high profit margins. There's always no profit margin on horse racing and a high profit yeah. margin on horse rendering. And the factories <laughs> that turn horses into glue, because there's no yeah. competition. No one else wants to do the job. And that's why you make yeah. a high profit margin. And so yeah. he does that. And then he also understands. But so there's this willingness to suffer himself. Right, the whole startup thing. But also, mm. there is his lack of English bias. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, he's not snooty. Yeah. Yeah, he's not snooty. The British Empire was built on snootiness. Right. Right. You know, a lot yeah. of the class stuff was probably World War II definitely crushed a bunch of that. But Except, Ernie, one of the things was mm -hmm. the, the, those guys who went there, they were all. Uh, military people, uh, more, more or less, and then came the bureaucrats. But this guy, even though he worked on planes and stuff like that, he was not really uh, military. Uh, but yeah, he's, what we, he also, he's what we would call a military contractor these days, right? Right, right, right. Uh, a private individual who provides services to the military. Yeah, but but still, he he respects these people, and you know when they, when they call him wog, he really gets angry. We call him Asia, yeah. he says. Uh, and then, you know, when his father and mother, they talk about uh, what what, uh, what kind of religion uh, is he and all that. That's he basically, a really interesting case. Because uh, yeah. he seems like he hadn't thought about it, because I think this is going to come in a lot later. Yeah. Um, he says that the Sikhs are also monotheistic. Is that true? The Sikhs? Sikhs? 
Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they're monotheists. Uh, yeah. Ah, interesting. So how did they relate to Hinduism? I never actually understood that. I mean, who exactly do they worship? Or do they okay, say they so worship? this is what happened, Ernie. This is what happened. See, when the Muslims started, uh, the Mughals started coming in, and mm-hmm. the, the uh, um, one sect decided to fight them. Uh-huh. They they are a military martial race. One sect race. of what? What one sect of what? One sect of Hinduism. Started out okay, as so. one sect of Hinduism, Hinduism, but then they had a, a leader, Guru Nanak Singh, who basically started this movement. They started out as a military uh, offshoot of Hinduism, but then they also changed a lot of uh, uh, the religious beliefs. Basically, they worship truth. Truth is their uh, deity. So, and there is, there is a, huh? Do they personify that deity? Uh, no, there is no there is no idols. There is no uh, statues. Nothing. Uh, right. But it's a it's a concept. But they have a holy book similar to our Bible. I would say it's called Guru Gantam, which is the teachings of that guru. That book they venerate. They won't let it uh, below okay. their uh, head level. So they worship, always keep it above the level. So, so ironically, so it, you, mm. you make it sound as if the way that they opposed Islam was by becoming like them. A monotheistic uh, god with a charismatic founder who wrote a holy book which was revered. Yeah. Right? Is it, I mean, the way you describe no. it, it sounds way more like Islam than it sounds like Hinduism. No, but most of the groups have a leader, right? Because the Buddhism has a, a Buddha, and Islam uh, has a yeah, prophet. So, I mean, you need a charismatic leader. But Buddhism is after this, right? But and Buddhism, but the, so the, the way that you characterize at least this sort of very simplistic yeah, picture. Right. right. Uh, yeah. and so when they were doing this, uh, mm. uh, which uh, you know that that theme may come up later, is the things that mm. we oppose, we end up having to come like them to oppose them effectively. Were they still engaged in this military struggle against Islam? Oh yeah, that's what they did, and then um, um, basically the um, um, they were beaten. They were beaten once in a while. Uh, one uh, particular group will uh, prevail against them and things like that. But uh, they are from a state called Punjab. I think uh, Americans call it Punjab, Punjab, and uh, they um, are mainly in that state. And at one point, they wanted a separate country, uh, mm. uh, called mm-hmm. Truth, the uh, land of Truth. And uh, ah. they, uh, they, uh, but the English Indian government uh, basically um, uh, put down the revolt. Awesome. Uh, they. they uh, because they they have a big uh, temple, and um, these guys will be like guerrilla warfare. They'll they'll go and attack people and um, do terrorist activities and go into the their uh, holy holy temple. Finally, Indira Gandhi decided, you guys are hiding there, and she went into the temple and killed all the, the leaders. So, and then. Um, you know the Sikhs are in the army; they are in the bodyguards. So basically, 
one of the bodyguards shot Indra Gandhi because she went into the temple and defiled the temple. Right. Okay. And then a few months. That's what happened. So now we. So then they gave up on. They gave up on that. Who gave up on what? Sorry. The the Sikhs gave up a separate country. They wanted. Ah, Okay. And 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 so (coughs) you know, in the West, I always hear people say, "Well, Sikhs is a non-violent religion. The daggers are purely ceremonial." And it seems like that's probably true now, but it seems like it was not true 70 years ago. No, they were a military. That's the reason they carry uh, all those things. They carry their right. Um, so, so, dagger, so have they, they officially the... changed, or is that? Well, I, I, I can ask you this, I guess. Uh, is how much of the fact that Sikhs are a peaceful religion? How much of that is, is something that's actually happened, and how much of that is kind of how they present themselves in the West? No, they are a, a warrior race. They are a warrior race, and because of that, they are very active in our uh, armed forces, and also mm-hmm. they are very athletic. They they are in all the sports. So they, right, they are, but it sounds like the uh, it sounds like they've assimilated. Uh, I don't know if it's changing under the new you know Hinduism movement, but it, they, they, it seems like they were literally uh, a, a separatist, if not terrorist. Faction no, 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 no. Basically, they were defending Hinduism, and then they became Sikhs, and then um, they were not separatists. One, there was one group that was separatist because they wanted a separate country. But basically, they're a martial race. They're um, um, more uh, prone to uh, uh, go and fight for what they believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they fought uh, the Mughals, and they fought the British, and um, but now they're assimilated in Indian society. They're no longer fighting against uh, India, but they're for India. So sometimes the the Indira Gandhi incident, even though it was a huge conflict between Sikhs and the, the representatives of the government, it, it seems like it, it sort of, uh, they've, they've moved on. Yeah, they both sides have moved out. They are assimilated into right. Indian society. They, you can find them everywhere, and people respect them for what they are because um, they are a very um, disciplined people. And because you know they they still keep their beard and they keep the turban and they you know they uh, pray regularly and uh, they uh, respect. They, we used to talk, talk about them because they worship basically worship the book. But you know they give a lot of respect to the book, and uh, yeah. So so. Yeah, so, so um, let me ask one more question though. Uh, are the you know India has had a lot of uh, let's call it Hindu uh, Hindu fundamentalism has become a big thing in India over the last decade or two. Right. Uh, do you see how do Sikhs play into that? Are they considered part of Hinduism by both sides, no. or do they just no, 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 okay, no, 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 they are not because no, when uh, when Indira Gandhi was killed, there was an anti-Sikh uh, backlash. Uh, mm. But Sikhs are only like you know 1.5 percent of uh, India, and uh, whereas I mean Christians are only three percent or so, right? Yeah, they're three percent. But the thing is, uh, the Hindus know that if they do anything against the Sikhs, they'll get killed. <laughs> they'll attack them. They right. So, 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 they right. so the, whether or not they, yeah. And so the, um, okay. So they're they're small. No, they're, they're they're small enough 
so they're dangerous enough that Hindus have an incentive to ignore them, and they're small enough that they can kind of get away with ignoring them. Right, right, yeah. And also, they are in, mostly in one state, right? So that's state, mm. they have elected the Sikh government, elected Sikh government, and so they um, they leave them alone. They don't discriminate against them too much. And the other side of the coin is they're also in the army. Most of them are in the army good position. They don't want them in the good graces. They don't want to go against the Sikhs. Yeah, they saw, they saw what happened last. They saw this. They've seen this movie before. Right. Anyway, so yeah. So so the, no, okay. the, the 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 military heritage of the Sikhs is not as purely ceremonial as some in the West would claim. Um, but it is certainly a more. It I is, mean, it started out. It started out as a, a, a military thing. Now you know. I mean, yeah. they don't go and stab people. Stab people. It's a ceremonial. That's why they allow them to carry the little sword. Right. Okay. The, 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 the knives. The knives themselves are now ceremonial, even if the culture right. is still a bit martial. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. A little, little di uh, digression here, but okay. uh, certainly well, the uh, we were talking about right. So the, the um, so oh yes, we're talking. So a couple of funny things we come back. One is that yeah, this question of religion comes up. Like, are they heathen? He goes, well, they're not Christian, but I wouldn't call no. them heathen. Yeah, because right. uh, they believe in God. One second, my Han yes. is trying to call. Yes. Emily, sure. You, can you call Han, please? Yeah. Okay, mom's call. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and so that's interesting. Um, the second thing that happens is that when he's home visiting to buy, I think, the first airplane, uh, his mother tries to introduce him to a nice girl. No. <laughs> one, of, one of the lines I thought was that he said, you know, <laughs> If things had been different, if, if I had been different, things might have been different, but I wasn't. So they weren't. Right? This yeah, is the way right. thing is. is that, you know, and I think that's, that goes with his, uh, this issue of love versus marriage, right? His love of airplanes is, I think there's two things going on, which are kind of in, uh, they're working together for this. One is that his, his, well, the trauma he had over the death of his wife, mm. but then yeah. there's the reality that he, um, well, he takes solace from actually that was a thought. Actually, when he started having trouble with his marriage, he took solace in it in his work, right? It became yeah. just another thing that he could lose himself in his work, and yeah. so now he doesn't. Uh, you know, he's kind of decided. So interestingly, on the one hand, you're going to say like, "Wow, this guy's a really hard worker. He's willing to go through intense suffering and hardship." and break all these boundaries because of his deep love of airplane and desire to get ahead. Or you look at it as like, okay, this guy, um, uh, he uh, uh, had a, uh, 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 so there's one way of looking at it. Second way of looking at it is that this guy had a, um, a marriage that was failing and he kind of rushed into it and it ended badly. But now he's kind of running away from all of that. Right? No, Mark. Like, his, his all... marriage didn't fail in the sense that the marriage was not failing. It was already, you know, I mean, he got married and within but, two weeks or so he left. And then, you know, she was unfaithful and, and so on. So how was that and not a failing died. marriage? It's not a failing but marriage. No, like, it's already. No, so it's said now, but I think when it was starting to fail, right? Is that he, he? So he had a failing marriage that he kind of put out of his head. Like he didn't think about what she would need, 
And he blamed himself for this, right? For not telling her he loved him and, and all right. this and that. Right. And so I see it. So, and like, he, like the first phrase, like you talked about round the bend. I didn't realize he said, I can't stay here. I would go round the bend. Is right. that the guilt and shame of that would drive him crazy. Right. And so one way of looking at what he did was not as if, you know, her, so what, the positive framing is he's just this great love of airplanes and that's the positive thing driving him along. The second thing we're looking at is that, well, actually, no, he feels all this shame over the, uh, his failed marriage and his wife's death. And so he's doing all this to run away from those feelings and that fear. Um, and that not, shame. I don't I mean, think, I didn't think he did that. Well, run away. Okay. He already was in the business end. It, when so, he but, got married, he's not in the business. So, so that, he didn't run away from that the perspective. Marriage, no. we, we, we can disagree with that. You can disagree with it. I'm just saying it is a perspective that's worth considering. You no, I think it's not plausible. I, I, would would say say I, I would say it's the other way around. You always had the love of uh, airplanes and flying things and starting things and repairing things and putting things together. The, the, so the I, marriage I, failed, so but I think he didn't put everything into it because his marriage failed. Okay, this is happening here. Uh, because uh, so they need to move a car. Uh, the tree is growing into the car and they're trimming all the trees. Oh, okay. Why don't you for a couple minutes, Dad, and deal with this? Or call me back. Move the two cars to some other place in the parking lot. Ernie, our cars yes. need to be moved, it seems. Okay, do you want to call me back or? Do you want to do it right now? Well, they are trimming the trees now. Right. Okay. Or what time we can. So, what can we do, Ernie? Why don't you just take a break? Or you. Or you can drop off and call me back in five minutes. I'll just stay on the line. No, 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 no. We need to talk to you. So well, sorry. I, you, yes, can you hear me? I can hear you. We need your help. Move you need car. my help? Yeah, you oh, and Tim. Move your cars in. in. Oh, what, what we can do it. Oh. Huh? Just move the cars so, to another parking Yeah, place. maybe. Yeah, Bill, you can. They just, on the they're trimming things. We have to move our cars. Oh, sorry. You're talking about what's happening in California. Right. Okay, sorry. I did not know which trees and which cars you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, do, do you have do you have both our keys? Oh my goodness, I'm in the middle of watching the dogs right now. No, no, not, not right I now, have... but uh, when you, I think you can do that when you get home. So, so, so okay. So, I'm in the middle of a bunch of things and then I have I have like so many So, when do they have to move the cars by? Is the question. right now. They have to move it today. But uh well, uh, right now, I feel like I have to run home and leave. No, you don't have to drop everything all my home. afternoon meetings. Well, then the question is, then when does it have to be done by? Does it have to is be moved right now? Two o'clock, five o'clock, by Saturday. Can, can Filthy go and move them? Would Filthy be allowed to, to drive by himself? He's as good as why driving like until Wednesday. Oh. He can drive with me, but okay. he can't drive by himself. Can you do it sometime no. today? Sometime what today, she today? says. I, I, I need to know what time today is. It, is two o'clock fine? Is Can you call her five when it needs to be done? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's calling again. She's okay. calling mom again. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, anyway, but you know, you have to disagree on that. I I don't think that because of the failed marriage, they're putting all these things on.
Okay. Come on. Within an hour. Within an hour. Yes. Oh. Okay. That is, so that is an urgent right now kind of thing. I need to rearrange my schedule because um, mm. that's not easy to do. Um, and you don't have anybody else there who has the keys, right? Yeah, so can we stop uh, right now? Well, but yeah, but I'm not even home now. I have, I have to. I have to. I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Because uh, mm. um, then there's more. I mean, we've covered the basic plot, but we haven't even covered the big reveal at the end of chapter two. So I guess we should wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cover that in detail stop. next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I think we're, I want to leave this as the question, Dad, because it mm. took me two minutes to walk home, which is precisely mm. that. Um, when I said that. Um, there. One second, Ernie. One second. on the yeah. line in my other hand. I tell her that you okay. you'll call her back or you'll take care of it, right? On? Um, the, if it has okay. to be done within the hour, I will go and do it. Uh, yeah, then you will do it within the hour. Okay, I'm assuming I can find the key. Where do I have to move the cars from and to, though? Okay, yeah, yeah. I wish they had let us know earlier. But, uh, well, yeah, but we don't have people there. Like before, I mean, only is. Ernie has the keys. Yeah, only Ernie has the keys. So, okay. I think we have to do that. That's a good idea. That's, we have to do that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, son. She says next time we have a key with her too, but we never thought about this. Okay, go ahead, Ma. Hmm. Ernie? Ernie? You're, you're still there? Yes. We're talking about the difference between trying to do what we want to do and doing what our wives want us to do, right? <laughs> we got no, to play no, that out I right here. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that, he doesn't Sorry, have a wife who's telling him what to do. So here's here's the interesting thing, Dad. Yeah. I am trying to articulate different perspectives about how you could read this story. Okay, of what I think the author, you know, and, and how you could, or even just even if it was a real life thing, how you could look at this character. What I'm hearing you say is, uh, what sounded like you were saying was that that's not even a valid perspective. But maybe what you meant right. to say was. I see that mm. perspective. It's not very plausible to me. I don't buy it. I don't read it here. I don't read it here in the it. book. You don't, I don't you, see it. You don't see it there at all. I don't see it. So I see it. I don't see it at all. Okay. You don't the see it wife at all. thing is over. Wife no, thing so is here's over. The thing, but it's not so here's the thing that slide. I... Okay, here's the thing that I mm. see. Okay, mm. he could have stayed and gotten a job in the... A office where he had been working for, for the, the company he'd been working for during the war. Right. They offered him this cushy job with a great salary, you know, right downtown, right? And the reason, the specific reason he did not take that job and ended up coming with this crazy, you know, chartering uh, plan was not because he thought he could make a lot of money out of it. It was not because he really had a deep love for the Far East and wanted to go hang out with those people. He believed that he would go crazy if he had to be around where, his, where he had met his dead wife with her family and everything. That was the, the it, it literally says, if I stay here, I will go around the bend, right? That's true. That part is true. Right. So given that, that part is true. Mm. I, think it is, I think it is a fair question to ask how mm. much of what he's doing is out of a genuine desire to love, out of genuine love of airplanes, and how much of it is because 
He doesn't want to deal with the shame and grief of his wife's death. Okay, well, I hate to disagree with you, but you know, you can you don't think your opinion. I'm in, but I'm you're, what, what I'm hearing you say. But, but are you saying that? I'm saying, I'm not saying I know what the answer is. I'm saying I think it's a fair question. Do you disagree that it's even a fair question? Yeah, well, like you said, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. But From sorry, your perspective, you, that's what you think it is. So, Dad, no, you're, you're not no, hearing no, me, Dad. It's okay. Dad, it's, it's okay. you, no, you are not hearing me. Okay. So, it's a fair Dad, question to ask. You, yeah. But I don't but have that. It's a with fair it. question. Sorry, there's a difference between saying, but what I'm hearing you're saying. So what I expected you to say was that I think that's a fair question, but I think the answer is clearly no. Right? That what to me that? says, okay, but that's not what you, well, that, maybe what you meant, that's not what I heard. What I said was it's a fair question for you to ask because that's what you're reading it. But, you, but, but that's you, not the way but, I, but, I look at it. Dad, that's not Dad, the way I look at you it. Said it's okay you, for you to say that. It's okay for Dad, you to raise the question. You may be right. Okay. So, Dad, so, so the, the way you phrased it was confusing me. Let me just repeat that to make sure I heard you. Is what I okay? Okay. What it sounds like you meant was that, like, that is a perfectly legitimate question, and I'm glad you raised it. And I would think that, but as far as I can tell, the answer to your question is no. That's not the reason. Okay. Now, see, I think we should record this. You're recording it. Uh, we'll yes. have to remember this uh, this uh, conversation. Okay. So what you want me to say is, Ernie, it's a very valid question. You're you're thinking of the right path, but that's not how I see it. Is that what you no, say? No, that's not. No, that's not what I want you to say. Mm. I didn't say what the. What I feel like you heard me say was the reason he's doing this is because he's running away from his wife. And that that's, you think I'm taking a position and you disagree with that position. That's what it sounds like you're saying. No, what, what, what you, this is what I heard you say, Mark. You think okay. that he is doing all of this because of guilt feelings and shame and, and the failed marriage uh, and because the wife died. And committed suicide. That's not what I'm so saying. What you're saying. That is, is not what I'm saying. What that's not saying? what I'm trying to say. I'm hmm. trying to say, I wonder. I wonder if this is the case. That's all I'm saying, is that I wonder. And it's an interesting question. And right now, we may not have enough information to decide the question, but it's still an interesting question to ask. So what do you want me to say? It's like, OK, Ernie, that's a fair question. I'm pretty sure the answer is no. But if you want to leave the question open, maybe it will change my mind as we get more information. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. This is then, how you're, you're wondering that this is the reason he did that. That's not the way uh, I think it's a fair question. And we can find out whether you are right or not. You're welcome to wonder. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to, I got to make sure I can, okay. Let me stop now, and then I'm going to call you back with the FaceTime so I can look at these keys and make sure I have the right ones before I drive. Okay? Okay. The other, other problem, Ernie, the other problem is the cars, may, batteries may be dead, so you may have to take the uh, – one of them has the, it has the uh, um, charger there. Charger there. Well, Dad, I have to ask, what is the end game? Mm. What is the worst-case scenario 
if I can't move these cars in time? They get towed? They'll get towed. Okay. So I will do it. I will call you. I will, I will hang up. I will call you back. And I'll help you. Ernie, at least take uh, Philji with you. Dad. There will be one more okay. body. Okay. Because in case you have to push the car out of the way. Okay. Okay. Dad, let me hang mm. up. End of the podcast, okay. and we will talk about these other things in moments. Okay. Okay, Ma. Yeah, I think, you know, we're almost done with the par- podcast anyway. So I think. Uh, oh, no, we're just getting started. That... I, I had an even more oh. radical idea, which I'm afraid to say because it will freak you out. So. Uh, I want to see if we can get back to that when we talk about the second half of how he made time. No, we, we can continue that next week, Ernie, and then go to the next chapter. That's okay. That's fine. If you want to, we'll see how. Okay. We can we we plan to read ahead, and then we'll see how much time we have. Okay. Yeah. These are all long chapters anyway. We may have to split them up anyway. So. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you, Ernie. Bye, bye, Ernie. Bye. Okay. Bye, bye.